You're listening to Dig in the Dirt, the allotment show with Russ and Jake. Welcome to the show. This is Russ up here in Lancashire for the first of our Dig in the Dirt shows for 2022. Can you believe it? And, uh, well, no Jake today. Uh, he's busy planning his plot for the year, I'm sure, and uh, thinking about what he's going to, uh, what he's going to plant out, what he's going to grow this year. And that's what we're going to be talking about on the show today. What your plans are for 2022. We'll be talking about what gardens and shows you can visit this coming year as well. Uh, What's on the old TV that you can be uh, catching up with and also the jobs, of course, you can be getting on with from next month, the month of February. Yeah, just a short show, just really to to kick off the new season. Well, here we are then. It's uh, another new year. It's that time of optimism, preparation and planning for the new growing season coming up. Now, I don't really do a great deal on the allotment over winter really I've just got kale in the ground at the moment and in the uh, in the greenhouse I've got some broad beans growing away quite nicely there I planted those in modules just before Christmas and uh, what else have I got in the greenhouse just some chilies and peppers I'm I'm just overwintering in there and of course the old uh, geraniums as well, just overwintering as well. So I don't actually do a lot uh, sort of gardening-wise or growing-wise over the uh, winter months. I just have a little break from it. But what I do do is uh, is sort out uh, the old tools. So um, I bring them all from the... Uh, greenhouse, the shed, um, the shed on the allotment as well, uh, bring them into my garage so there's no getting away from them. And uh, so we've got the spades, the forks, the shears, secateurs, edging tools, right down to pairs of scissors, and they're all brushed down, wiped over, oiled, and uh, oil wooden handles as well too, just to keep them in good condition. The likes of the uh, secateurs taken apart, cleaned, oiled, sharpened, of course, and uh, and, and try to put them back together in the right uh, order, uh, ready for the new year. And it might sound a little bit odd, but I just find it very satisfying, actually, just to see them all lined up there when they're all completed. So I'm just about halfway through that job at the moment, and uh, I'll probably finish it off by the middle of uh, February. So all my tools, spades, the whole, all nice and clean and ready to go and good as new. And then... My next job is sorting out all the seeds. And of course, it's that time of year where all the seed catalogues are dropping through the letterbox and uh, getting emails from all the the seed companies as well. So I've been going through my uh, seeds. I've got them in a couple of old biscuit tins there, all divided up by the months in which I sow the seeds. And I'm getting rid of the the old packets there. Anything certainly over three years old um, goes in in the bin. Uh, See where I've got the gap and then buy some new ones from uh, from various suppliers. So, uh, yeah, I, I kind of keep them for about uh, two or three years, really, if I have any uh, left over. They seem to do okay. I know there's some, like, uh, what is it now, parsnips, that, of course, you buy 
buy fresh each year, but uh, always worth a go. You know, you see the um, the used by the best before dates on there, and uh, always worth a try. You never know, and more likely than not, you'll get a decent crop out of them. I'm sure. And of course, it's that time of year to think about um, something new to try as well. And I'm thinking maybe I'll grow some um, some squashes this year. So we'll have um, a little bit of um, news from one of our listeners on squashes a little bit later in the program. And uh, another job coming up, of course, will be the old greenhouse to get it cleaned. So uh, I just use just warm, soapy water, a little bit of bleach in there clear everything out and of course when I'm doing that the old pots and modules have a sort through those uh, any that I really can't reuse of course go in the old recycling bin but uh, I try to keep using as many as I can and then it's a good clean of the of the greenhouse inside and out get that glass clean get enough light in there and it really does of course make make a difference now I dug over my allotment plot back in uh, October the back end of October and it's looking pretty good I even dug over where all the paths are so it's just a complete double plot completely dug over at the moment apart from the kale in there as I as I mentioned and uh, and the fruit trees etc and bushes um, so I'm just going to plan as well where I'm going to put some paths just a little bit of a, a different design I think for the allotment uh, this year as well and uh, one big job that I have got to do this year and that's to rebuild my three compost bins and uh, of course like most of us they're made from uh, good old pallets there and I must have got, it's got to be eight years, maybe a little bit more out of um, the pallets I used for the compost bins. But they're just about at the end of their useful life now. So um, I've got to find some uh, some new pallets and get those built sometime over the next coming months as well so we asked you on social media what you're going to grow this year you're going to try anything new and we had a reply from Alex uh, one of the replies Alex in London and Alex says it's my first season on our new London allotment so always dead exciting isn't it the first allotment and I know a lot of you got your first allotments this year already I've seen on on the social media and uh, it can be a bit daunting really you know you've got a big plot more often than not overrun with um, with weeds and uh, goodness knows what else in there but uh, it's just taking your time a little bit at a time don't be too ambitious and trying to get it all cleared in record time just steady as you go a nice little section at a time that's the uh, that's the secret really and uh, so what does Alex say my first season on our new London allotment I'm completely overhauling the space going for no dig and raised beds and he's excited uh, uh, Alex sorry she's excited to get started uh, the kids have requested blueberries strawberries and raspberries so that's good uh, my husband Alex says would like spinach and sprouting broccoli and the rest of the, is mine to do what I like with I'm planning on trying my hand at a bit of everything whilst also sticking to things we'll actually eat and most excited to try Uchikuri squash uh, with a vertical 
growing system. That sounds pretty good. Well, that's the idea. Grow something different, uh, grow uh, produce that you actually want uh, and you enjoy eating. And it's great, isn't it, to get your kids involved as well. I hope they're not just going to eat it, Alex. I hope they're going to give you a hand in the allotment. Now, what I would do is invest in a fruit cage for those uh, for those fruits there. Now, I just did that for the very first time last year. Uh, and I've got to say, it was the first year I had an incredible bumper crop of blueberries, red currants, cherries, and gooseberries. So um, rather than growing them just to feed the birds. So uh, have a think about a fruit cage there, Alex. Really worth their weight in gold, really. Now, uh, Les Jerry says on Facebook, I'm adding a second bed of strawberries, the late varieties, so we can enjoy them in August and September. Uh, now, that's great, Les. Strawberries all summer long. You can't beat that. Now, what I do as well, I grow uh, a few in pots, early varieties in pots in my uh, greenhouse, unheated uh, greenhouse. And uh, and it does work. You get a really nice early crop there as well. So maybe try that and get a dead early crop and right the way through to September with those late varieties as well. Now on Twitter, Venetia Jane sent a message and she says, I've just ordered a lovely section um, selection of seeds from special plants. She's got uh, Cosmos, uh, Antirhinum, uh, White Rocket, um, Zinnia as well, Rebecca. I love Rebecca. actually. I've got that all around. I've got a circular lawn at the front of the house and all around there I have Rebecca. and it's just when you drive home after a day at work and you see that, it's just fantastic. Yeah, good luck with those. And uh, Venetia said she also uh, grows uh, carrots and beans as well. So maybe try a few more veg this year. And uh, But thanks for that, Venetia. Now, have a look at Venetia Jane's website, which is venetiajane.co.uk. And she has created some wonderful wonderful cards and gifts from her own photography. She's an absolutely fantastic photographer of wildlife and uh, and flowers. It's really worth having a look just for some something a little bit different and some very unique cards there. It's venetiajane.co.uk. And we had a message via Twitter from Anne, our good friend of the show, from Gardening with Disabilities Trust. Uh, and Anne says, I'm planning to grow more squashes and pumpkins as ground cover. Um, these are an ever-increasing range and available with a fantastic taste. They're versatile, can be used in loads of different recipes, and when growing, they cover the ground, which means less weeding. Well, we're all for that, that's for sure. And as uh, Anne says, it's win-win in my book. And, uh, and they're great, she says, for covering compost heaps. That's a great idea. Now, as I said, I think I might grow some uh, squashes uh, this year. I've not grown any for quite a few years now. So I might give that a whirl as something different uh, this year. And I know that Jake is an avid grower of squashes and uh, and pumpkins as well. Um, now, Anne 
that we were just talking about. We've interviewed on the show before. I think it was last year. Um, Anne's a volunteer for the charity Gardening with Disabilities Trust. Uh, and they do absolutely fantastic work in the community. Now, the trust was created to help people with disabilities get back into their gardens. And they do this by uh, providing small grants. And they cover all sorts of things like adapting equipment. They paid for such things as ramps and raised beds and handrails on steps just to make life a little bit easier to get into the garden in the first place and do something in the garden. And uh, last year, 2021, they uh, awarded um, over £57,000 in small grants. That's incredible. There was 1,252 beneficiaries for that as well. So absolutely fantastic work. Now, you must check them out. Their website is www.gardeningwithdisabilitiestrust.com dot org dot uk gardening with disabilities trust dot org dot uk you can find them on social media as well and uh, they've got a fantastic book out called cuttings very handy book over 500 gardening tips in there as well really dead useful and of course you're helping raise money in purchasing that for the charity as well so check the website out have a look at that book get yourself or a friend a copy for those people that you don't know what to buy them they will absolutely love it and we had a message from another good friend of the show Colin McCauley over on the Wirral and Colin says hi Russ I've had my elephant garden in for a few good months now I've decided to grow colorful veg as well yeah the stuff that you can't buy in the shops uh, well, good on you there, Colin. That's what you need to do. And he goes on to say, My pumpkins rotted at the bottom last year, and despite spoiling it rotten, I only managed to grow a 60-pound pumpkin. However, he said, this year's another chance to grow, and I'm starting to sow beans and peas about now, as well as some flowers. So, as you can probably gather, Colin grows giant pumpkins. And I tell you what, a 60-pounder, I'd be pleased to grow that. So, uh, best of luck to you there, Colin, for this year. Yeah, I'll pay you a visit as soon as I can on your Wirral allotment coming up this year, hopefully. And uh, I'll just see, uh, see you in action and see some of those pumpkins growing. So what kind of jobs can we get on with? So let's have a look at uh, the month ahead for February. And of course, February, you can start chitting your potatoes. So you can do that with your early potatoes, and it's a good idea to do it with your main crop as well before you um, before you plant them out. So that's a job you can think about doing, chitting the old potatoes. Uh, something else you can do is start growing your broad beans, either in a greenhouse or under a cloche. As I said, I started mine off uh, just before Christmas, I think it was now, and they're doing really well, uh, just for an early crop, of, of course. And carrots you can sow under cloches too at this time of the year or in February. If you've got a propagator, then you can start off nice and early your tomatoes, your chilies that have got quite a long growing uh, season there, aubergines, basil as well. So you can start those off if you're lucky enough to have a propagator to hand. Now, gardening shows. Well, it looks like they're all finally opening up as per normal, really. And certainly the RHS shows, the big, the big gardening shows, they've got pretty much their full program planned for this year. Of course, it was uh, 
uh, hit last year. There was a few uh, a few shows cancelled. Of course, Chelsea was transferred to September for the first time ever. So, uh, what can we enjoy this year? Well, the Malvern Spring Festival that is on from the fifth to the eighth of May. We got Chelsea back to its usual slot. RHS Chelsea Flower Show. That's the twenty fourth to the twenty eighth of May. The Hampton Court Palace Garden Festival, that's 4th to the 9th of July. The RHS Flower Show at Tatton Park, so that's my local one. And it was a great event there last year. That's on the 20th to the 24th of July. And of course, that's one of the shows you can see all these up-and-coming new young designers and their great show gardens there. Um, RHS uh, Hyde Hall. Flower Show, that's on the 3rd to the 7th of August. Uh, the Rosemore Flower Show, the 19th to the 24th of August. The Wisley Flower Show, the 6th to the 11th of September. And the RHS season of shows finishes with the Malvern Autumn Show, and that's the 23rd to the 25th of September. And of course, lots of other shows as well, large and small, all over the country. So we've got a few more here uh, kicking off in April. So 2nd to the 3rd of April, it's the Cornwall Garden Society Spring Flower Show. And that's at the uh, Royal Cornwall Showground in Wade Bridge. Um, the Garden Show at Furl Place, uh, that's the Luz in, uh, in East Sussex. And that is on the 15th to the 17th. Of April. A lovely show, the Harrogate Spring Flower Show. That's the 21st to the 24th of April, and that's at the Great Yorkshire Showground, of course, in Harrogate. Uh, 29th to the 30th of April, it's Toby's Garden Festival, uh, and that's Powderham Castle, Kenton, the Exeter, down there in Devon. And the Gardener's World Spring Fair, that is on from the 29th of April to the 1st of May, and that's at uh, Bewley in the wonderful uh, New Forest down there in Hampshire. Gardner's World Spring Fair, 29th of April to the 1st of May. Now, not many kind of live uh, gardening programs on the TV at the moment, but you can watch a fantastic show. That's Monty Don's Adriatic Gardens, and that is on the BBC, and, and that's Monty travelling around Venice, Croatia and Greece, looking at some wonderful public gardens, private gardens, and there's the odd allotment he, uh, he goes to visit as well. And some of these, I mean, I've, I've been to, um, uh, to Venice a number of times, and I really didn't know anything about these hidden gardens there. And they're absolutely beautiful. And, um, and I think, if I remember rightly, in the, the show about Venice, there was a little allotment or a community garden there as well, which was fantastic. And they're also doing reruns on BBC Two on Sunday morning at 9.15 of Monty Don's Japanese Gardens. And he starts that programme just up the road here from me at Tatton Hall with the, at the Japanese Garden there. And of course, then, of course, he travels over to Japan and sees some absolutely stunning gardens over there. So definitely worth a catch up if you missed that first time round. And you can catch up as always, as Jake will tell you, on the iPlayer as well with all those shows. And not forgetting the radio. And that is Gardener's Question Time, 3 p.m. on Fridays. And again, if you miss that or you're working or whatever, uh, you can catch up with that on the BBC Sounds app. Well, 
that is about all the time we have on this first show. Just a short show, just to kick off 2022. And thank you very, very much for uh, taking the time to have a listen. If you have any questions, anything you want featuring on the show, just send us an email to skywaveradiouk at gmail.com. That's skywaveradiouk at gmail.com. And you can also send a message or put a post up on Jake's Facebook page. And that's Gardening Tips from the Village Idiot. Gardening Tips from the Village Idiot. Okay, you look after yourselves. Happy gardening. Get out there. Get something done. And we'll catch you next time. All the best. Ta-ra. You've been listening to Digging the Dirt, the allotment show with Russ and Jake. So I'm listening to your Growing Plans for 2022 podcast, and I am searching all over the internet. I can't tell if you're saying Felicia or Venetia, Jane or James... um, and her website. I would love to see her photography, and I was hoping that you could include a link or maybe spell it out. Thanks so much.